Welcome to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast, powered by StatRoute.com. And now, here's your host, Ryan Skullroot. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Skullroot and I am a very happy man with my Seahawks not spoiling their opportunities, not spoiling too many opportunities to win that game tonight in Monday Night Football. What a game it was. Um, honestly, one of the one of the better you know back and forth games of the season it was a lot of fun to watch. So especially for me because my team came out on top. Um, real quick before we get into uh, before we get into the the stories and the news, I want to real real quickly ask you um, if you could please hit that subscribe button. Whether you are listening on um, iTunes, Google Play, Castbox, uh, Stitcher, um, we are actually now also on iHeartRadio. So if you could check us out there, that would be great as well. If you are on iHeartRadio, um, that would be awesome. Uh, please make sure to uh, leave us a rating or and or review. We'd love to get your feedback on the show. Please um, share out our episodes. Uh, we would greatly appreciate that too. Uh, to uh, for us to be able to uh, um, share our football knowledge with others uh, is uh, would be wonderful. So. Um, I don't think there are anything, uh, any other major things coming up. So why don't we go ahead and get into the headlines? Today's headlines. And starting off the headlines, uh, really, it's it's kind of been the story of the year. Um, if you take off, you know, between uh, Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson, those two really are the, as of right now, the um, halfway through the year MVPs. Uh, both have been playing just absolutely phenomenally. Now, while I understand Jackson, um, Jackson has more fantasy points, uh, honestly, because he he does more running of the ball than Wilson does. Um, you know, both have, both have been absolutely phenomenal this year. Um, and there, a case can be made for, obviously can be made for Lamar Jackson. Um, the, the thing to look at this year, though, is the fact that he is actually on pace for 422.5 fantasy points on the season. And the reason I bring that up is because that would be the most ever scored by anyone in a fantasy season. Um, the, the highest ever was scored last year by Patrick Mahomes scoring 417.1 uh, in 2018. So... Uh, just the the pace that Lamar Jackson is on. For those of you who who drafted him, who were able to get him in your leagues, um, you know your your team should be doing uh, phenomenally well. Um, especially considering that Lamar Jackson wasn't too high of a draft pick in a lot of in a lot of cases. So, um, uh, a a great pick for those of you who have him. Uh, he's been a, a lot of fun to watch. Uh, other than when he plays against your team, I'm guessing. So, uh. I know that from experience here in Seattle. So uh, just a phenomenal season from Lamar Jackson. It's been a whole lot of fun to see and to see if, you know, as a, from a fantasy perspective, see if he actually can break Mahomes' record from last year. Story number two, um, this actually comes from tonight's uh, Monday Night Football game. Both Emmanuel Sanders and Tyler Lockett um, left the game early with injuries. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders was in the first half with a rib injury. Um, they declared him out. We'll kind of have to wait to see what's going on there with uh, with his injury Tyler Lockett went out uh, late in the fourth quarter did not even play in the overtime um 
due to and what they say a lower left leg injury so we're we're looking at probably a calf injury um emmanuel sanders this is kind of concerning uh for jimmy garoppolo in terms of the emmanuel sanders because if emmanuel sanders is missing time um that doesn't you know the really debo samuel is the only other wide receiver that could really do anything tonight for the san francisco 49ers uh, we don't know how long George Kittle is going to be missing with his knee and ankle injuries. Uh, and so because of that, that does not provide a whole lot of targets for Jimmy Garoppolo to be throwing to. Um, what's helpful for Tyler Lockett is that he is actually uh, on by this next week, and I believe their, their next game is the Sunday night football game in Week 12 against the Eagles. So... Um, so we've got a little time with the Tyler Lockett injury. Emmanuel Sanders, not quite so much. It affects you know more than just Samuel's owners. This affects anyone that would possibly use Jimmy uh, Garoppolo as a streaming option. Um, if both Emmanuel Sanders and George Kittle are out next week, uh, I'm not wanting to use um, Garoppolo at all, um, even going up against the uh, the um, the Arizona Cardinals defense. So. Uh, Big story number three, Devonta Freeman suffers a foot sprain. We are unsure as to how much time he is going to miss. Um, we'll, you know, This is some, definitely something you're going to have to watch. Uh, for those of you, I mean, we'll get into this in the waiver wire show, but obviously Brian Hill is going to be a, a guy to look at for your waiver wire ads. Um, I, think that, uh, I think that if he misses much time, I really think that Brian Hill can fill in quite well. Uh, he's proven to to do a, a very a fairly good job in the time that he has been uh, in the time that he has filled in for Ito Smith with him going on IR. Um, I think that Brian Brian Hill is a, a really solid competitor, a uh, great runner that could fill in quite nicely for Freeman if Freeman does miss time. We are still unsure uh, as far as going to the waiver wire. I do think you should go if you have the availability. Go and get Brian Hill if you can. So. Um, other things to go along with that, uh, sticking with the same team, Austin Hooper has a knee injury. He is getting a, an MRI to figure out how much time he's going to miss. Uh, he is leading, currently leading um, all NFL tight ends in receptions with 56. He has been the number one fantasy uh, tight end so far on the season. Um, he's probably going to be week to week, so he's probably going to miss, at l my guess, he's going to miss at least one game, uh, possibly could be two. So um, we'll kind of get into that. Uh, Mike Davis, who was released by Chicago, has been claimed by the Carolina Panthers. Hopefully that'll give uh, a little bit of a reprieve to um, to Christian McCaffrey having a, a veteran running back um, who has shown to be a solid producer. He wasn't much of one in, in Chicago, but none of the running backs have been. And I blame Matt Nagy for that. So um, moving on, uh, Chris Hernan, who came off suspension, was getting healthy. Uh, tight end for the Jets is now out for a little while with a broken rib. We'll see how long that is. Uh, Dwayne Haskins has been named the uh, starter for the rest of the season for the Washington Redskins. I think they just want to see what they have with him. I know that you know Jay Gruden got fired earlier in the year, so they got Bill Callahan as the interim head coach, um, and they want to see what they've got. So Dwayne Haskins is going to be the starter. Hopefully he can get a little more protection in terms of um, in terms of from the line to be able to make throws, uh, he just has not been able to do that. This with Dwayne Haskins as the quarterback, 
I would maybe, if you're in a 12 to 14 team league and you haven't had a, um, you haven't had a, a a trade deadline come up yet, I would look at trading Terry McLaurin. Get what you can out of him, because if Dwayne Haskins can't get any protection, he is not going to be able to get the ball out to Terry McLaurin. Um, the last few weeks have been horrible for McLaurin. Um, you know, he started off hot. But that was with Case Keenum as the quarterback. If they're going to Dwayne Haskins, who so far has not looked like an NFL quarterback, uh, that's that's going to mean trouble for for McLaurin. I actually am probably going to drop McLaurin in a ten-team league. Um, that being said, that's because I have Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, Cooper Cup, Tyler Lockett, uh, Cortland Sutton, and DJ Chark. And I can only play three wide receivers. So McLaurin obviously is going to be the one to get the axe there. So, um, so yeah, so that, and then the one last, the one last uh, story to look at is uh, Delaney Walker, who has been out with injury for a few weeks now, looking to get back after the week 11 by into week 12. Um, hopefully he can have a decent connection with Ryan Tannehill, who's really been doing a great job, um, in his was it three or four th four starts now since taking over the job from Marcus Mariota in, in Nashville for the Tennessee Titans. So that is it for the news and notes. We are going now going to get into the waiver wire pickups after a quick break. Have your fantasy teams been struggling this year, or perhaps you've been doing pretty well but want to put yourself over the top? Then make sure to visit our friends over at Finish First Fantasy Advisors. They are the premier one-on-one -on -one consulting firm that specializes in providing you with expert support to help guide you to the championship. You will be matched with one of their expert advisors to provide you with the season-long insight for your redraft, dynasty, or DFS formats. Their advisors will contact you weekly to answer all of your questions and provide you the needed information to get to the next level. Set up a free 15-minute consultation by emailing them at info at finishfirstfantasy.com or by visiting them at www.finishfirstfantasy.com. That's www.finishfirstfantasy.com. Waiver Wire Madness. All right, so here we go. We are getting into our Week 11 Waiver Wire picks. We are going to start out with the quarterbacks. And... Uh, this is actually a week where there's a fair amount of quarterbacks that could possibly be used as streamable options for this week. Um, guys that are owned in um, in 50% of leagues or less. Um, let's see. Uh, starting off, we are going to go with uh, Kyle Allen. Um, he is owned in 15% uh, of Yahoo leagues. Uh, going up against Atlanta at home, Atlanta's given up the third most amount of fantasy points to the quarterback position. Now, I know they did a good job of stopping up the um, the Saints offense this last week. Uh, but they did end up losing Marshawn Lattimore, at least for a little while, with a hamstring injury. So we'll kind of see what that does for um, for their offense or for their defense and able in uh, their ability to stop people. Um, what helps out Kyle Allen is having someone like Christian McCaffrey that he can throw to um, and be able to, to work the ball out of the backfield that way. So um, I like Kyle Allen as a possible streaming option. Again, in streaming options, you're only looking for someone 
to fill in on your bye week who can get you, say, 250 yards and one, maybe two touchdowns. You can get that. You're in great shape. Um, and against a uh, an Atlanta defense that gives up the third most amount of fantasy points to the quarterback, I think that's a possibility with Kyle Allen this week. Um, another option is uh, Derek Carr, owning 45% of Yahoo Fantasy Leagues. Going up against Cincinnati, again at home, Cincinnati gives up the sixth most amount of fantasy points to the quarterback position. Um, I think that Derek Carr is, is a solid pick for this week. Uh, he has performed pretty well over the last few weeks. Last week wasn't great against the Chargers, but he didn't need to be great against the Chargers. Um, he did throw for 216, uh, 218 yards and a touchdown, uh, but for the most part they kind of relied on the, on the run game. Um, in the previous three games before, I scored 13 points in week 10. The previous three games before, they had 19, 23, and almost 17. So, um, really, he, he's been pretty solid as of late. So, I think that due to the matchup, I think could be a, a solid a solid start for him there. A um, couple other names to look at. Uh, owning 21% of leagues. Uh, Nick Foles, I think, is possible. Um Going up against Indianapolis at Indianapolis, it is his first week back. I think that he could provide a decent little spark for um, for the Jaguars def or Jaguars offense. Um, again, it all depends on availability. That's why I'm throwing some of these names out. Um, Ryan Finley, the quarterback for the rookie quarterback for the Bengals. The only reason I put this out there is because um, Oakland does give up the second most amount of points to the quarterback position. Um, mind you, they played very, very well last week against um, against Philip Rivers and the Chargers. So Ryan Finley is more of a in a two quarterback in a deeper two quarterback league where you need a body just to fill a spot, just to get as many you know as many non negative points as possible. Ryan Finley is is, is your guy there. So the only other guy that I would possibly that I would possibly look at is Jacoby Brissett, owning 38% of leagues. Again, um, all depends on his knee and whether he's practiced or not. So you kind of have to wait and see on that one. Um, I don't think there's going to be a mad rush to pick up Jacoby Brissett coming off injury. So uh, for that, I you know that's kind of a, a last resort maybe later in the week. Uh, moving on to the running back pickups. Uh, starting off with two guys that are basically probably taking over starting roles. Number one, I think the overall um, starting uh, position to take is going to be Brian Hill. Uh, 5% owning Yahoo. Going up against Carolina at Carolina, who gives up the fifth most amount of fantasy points to the running back position. Uh, Brian Hill has, like I have said, he has been pretty, uh, pretty solid so far this season um, in terms of production. Um, you know, in the in the few opportunities that he has gotten uh, in week seven, uh, you know, five carries for 11 yards, not great, but he does catch the ball out of the backfield against Seattle, had three carries for 29 yards and a touchdown. Um, and then, you know, when pressed into into work this week, um, he uh, finished with was it 20 carries for 61 yards, not a whole lot uh, uh, carrying the ball. That being said, he did finish. Um, with 13 points, he had a touchdown. Um, overall, uh, doesn't look like he had any. Looking at his trying to get his uh, receiving, he did have he did have one reception for 10 yards and a touchdown. So, 
So while he didn't score a touchdown on the ground, he did get one through the air. So he does have the ability to catch the ball in the backfield. So again, I think that he is a solid pickup uh, in an offense uh, that is starting to get going a little bit and uh, and could be a, a solid fill-in, you know, low-end running back two range. Um, a couple of the other guys I have on here, uh, J.D. McKissick, again, uh, this is more having to do with Ty Johnson going into concussion protocol. Because of that, it could push McKissick. I think McKissick and Paul Perkins are the only two healthy running backs on that staff right now. And so they may try to pick someone up uh, as far as as far as it goes. If if Ty Johnson is a play, it may push J.D. McKissick into, you know, at double digit touches. He's mainly used as a pass catching back, but he could be required to do some running um, against uh, Dallas. Uh, not a great matchup, but again, if you're if you're dealing with bye weeks, McKissick may be someone. Uh, the other one to look at that I've got on here is Chris Thompson. Now, I know he hasn't hardly played. Um Excuse me, with Dion. Uh, he's been dealing with injury the last few weeks. When he's in there, he's he's a great pass catching specialist. Going up against the New York Jets, give up the thirteenth most amount of points to the running back position. So, um, I think that Thompson he is going to be widely out there because of the fact that he has been injured for the last few weeks. Only seventeen percent owned in Yahoo, so uh, widely available there as a guy uh, possible um, guy to pick up this week. Uh, moving on to wide receiver, not a whole lot of names I really like in terms of wide receivers for getting picked up this week. Um, number one for me is Cole Beasley going against Miami at Miami. Uh, they give up the eighth most amount of fantasy points to the wide receiver position. I know that Buffalo's offense hasn't really done a whole lot. That being said, Cole Beasley has has um, has been targeted a bunch. Uh, I think that he is still... Um, Still a stream-worthy option if you're desperate at wide receiver. If you're very running back heavy on your team and need a wide receiver, you're dealing with injuries, you're dealing with bye weeks, I think that Cole Beasley, 32% owned, is is good enough to provide at least a little bit of value. Um, number two guy that I have is Hunter Renfro, again going up against Cincinnati. Cincinnati's kind of middle of the road against against the wide receiver, 15th fewest points against the, you know, right in that you know 18-ish range. Um, in terms of position, giving up points to wide receivers. Uh, Renfro has been, again, he's been more, getting more involved in the offense um, for Oakland over the last, well, over his last, what, one, two, three, five games. He's only had one game of less than four targets. Um, so he is getting the targets. Uh, he's being looked at to get, um, you know, to get open on third downs. So he does have two touchdowns in his last three games. Um, but, again, it's it's the opportunity. He's getting more involved in this offense. So um, he is a guy that, again, dealing with, if you're dealing with injury or bye weeks, he is a guy that I think could be a solid addition. The last one is, uh, is Russell Gage. Now that uh, the, now that Muhammad Sanu is with, um, is with uh, the the Patriots. That's the team. Um, is with the Patriots. Uh, Russell Gage is now the number three wide receiver for um, for Atlanta and for Matt Ryan. And if Austin Hooper is out, um, I mean it could provide 
options uh, you know, for Luke Stalker to get some work. Or it could mean that Russell Gage gets more involved with this offense. And so as the number three wide receiver in an offense that likes to throw the ball, they're going to be down their number one, and really their number one and number two running backs that dealing with Brian, you know, with Brian Hill now. Um, Russell Gage could get more involved, and again, could be a kind of a sleeper option. Could be, a, you know, maybe he's one of those guys that is a, a DFS sleeper option for you this week. So uh, those are my three wide receivers. Moving on to the tight ends. There are a few different tight ends that... Uh, that okay, uh, sorry. Uh, Darren Fells um, going up against Baltimore. He is one of the... He's been a top 10 tight end so far this year, and a lot of that, he's had a lot of, you know, two targets, two catches for two touchdowns. He's had a couple of those. Um, that being said, he is more involved in the offense than I expected a tight end to be for Houston. He's provided a little bit of a safety blanket for Watson, and so I think that he could be worth fantasy consideration in a in a in a league with um with defenses or with with tight ends that have just been so awful overall it's been a a wasteland really of of players um i think that darren fells is a is a streamable option um, another one is noah fant coming off of the last week uh last week buying week 10 um, and uh, the huge week in week nine, he could be a, an option. Um, the Minnesota Vikings, um, who the um, the Broncos will be playing, give up the 16th most. So, again, right in the middle in terms of uh, how much they give up to the tight end position. So Noah Fant could be in for a decent game. Um, the other kind of the other ones, this is kind of a list of kind of not great options, but if you're in a pinch, Luke Stalker, who I just mentioned earlier, um, because of the uh, Austin Hooper injury, could be pushed into action, um, could get a little bit of work as the tight end for Atlanta. Um, he is you know, widely owned. These are all guys that are owned in less than 10% of leagues. Um, Ross, uh, Ross Dwelly uh, is a guy that could get picked up. If, if Kittle cannot go this next week, Dwelly is in a decent position. He was utilized a little bit in the offense tonight against the Seahawks, but Arizona gives up the most fantasy points to the uh, to the tight end position. So Dwelly could be um, could be a safety net for um, for Garoppolo in this game uh, against the Cardinals, and could provide a lot of value um, as a as a streaming option for this week. Uh, another one, Josh Oliver, again. The, the Indianapolis Colts give up the eighth most amount of fantasy points to the tight end position. This is more of a, we'll see, let's see if the um, Jaguars can actually get a tight end involved in the offense. They've dealt with injuries to all their tight ends, and they're basically down to now Josh Oliver, who they drafted this last year to kind of be that, uh, you know, pass catching option. Um, and so that is, that's kind of where I would go there. The, the only other guy that I would consider um worth a pickup um let me see and it's actually he's actually on a bye week so that makes it a little bit a little bit of a tougher one it's going to be jacob hollister he's seven percent owned um but over the last four weeks that he has been called up from the practice squad in four weeks he has had uh 24 targets so he's averaging six targets a game uh, 17 receptions, three touchdowns. Now, I understand one of them was tonight, 
two of them were last week against Tampa Bay, who's another terrible team against uh, against um, tight ends. But Hollister has really proven to be the pass-catching tight end in the offense for the Seahawks and has really taken over that Will Disley pass-catching role. Now, they still use Luke Wilson as the blocking guy, uh, but if this – I mean, Hollister is being looked to – by Russell Wilson he had 10 targets in the game against San Francisco so um, I believe that uh, this is the first game where San Francisco gave up double digit points to a tight end or something like that they've been phenomenal against tight ends all year and Hollister ends up having a great game this week so uh, again I think that he is one that if he's if he doesn't get picked up this week he is going to be hot next week uh, going into week 12 uh, for waiver wire ads so all right, so that is it for the waiver wire episode for this week. Uh, I want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. Again, my name is Ryan Skullrud. Please, again, hit that subscribe, like, share, do all that, please, for us. Uh, we look forward to giving you another episode tomorrow night, and we will talk to you later. Hey, Skull King Nation. Thank you for listening to the Skull King Football Podcast. Did you like this episode? If so, be sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube to subscribe. Also, please leave us a rating and reviews to let us know how we can better help you rule your leagues.